Here's 30 seconds of totally out of context history bonanza. He's not gonna look at your genitals. Someone threw a dead cat at his house. Stop listening to the radio and get with the time. So America got scared. Ah! Everyone's on their phones. Oh, it's just the truth, baby. You moron. Wet pillow, crucifixion. But the soul is eating birds. Uh, I bet you use VHS tape. What are you gonna be like if you're off the leash? We need him to bring back the scarfy pies. And who cares about dead people? Mystery bonanza. 9 till 11 p.m. Tuesdays on Radio 199. Success isn't a result of spontaneous combustion. You must set yourself on fire. From the beginning of time, the earth was covered in a thick brown gravy of which upon the babies of mammals came forth thinking, I'm out of the gravy, now it's time to party. Pass me the spliff, bruh, Angus and Alex, History Bonanza. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the History Bonanza. For another week. Oh, we're back, baby. Like most things that you can set your clock to, this happens weekly and on time. Uh, we're bang on time, in fact. Angus? What? We're bang on time. Booyah! Hit the gong. This was, is a first. I was a little concerned that I wouldn't get down tonight because at 8.30, the car was already frosting. Oh, frozen. We had the same thing. Frozing. Frozing. It was already frozing. Let it go. That's what so, the Disney wants you to do. If you are uh, driving on Janine's roads as we speak, please be careful out there. A trick I know is that if your car is prone to frosting up, Mm. Cut a potato in half <laughs> and rub it on the inside of your windscreen, and that way you don't get frosty inside. That frosty boy stays outside, and you can keep chilling warm, and you can see everyone. Unless you don't want to see everyone, in which case, get some cataracts, dummy. Always the best advice on the history bonanza. Concise, tight advice. And Angus, you said before you were scared that you couldn't get on down. Get on down. And when you get on down, you get on down oh, like no I one do. else's business. I get on down like a James Ford Brown downtown. Car. Um, yes, I'm more now more concerned about not being able to get back up the hill because we live up hills. We live up hills. And you know what, cars? You know what? <laughs> you know what doesn't like driving up. Icy roads? Hill boys like us. Hilly, bo- hill, hilly boys. Hilly boys. Oh. The Beverly Hillbillies. I think we've been here for 19 weeks, Alex. No. I think we've been here for 18 weeks, Alex. Well, some people say that we've actually been here for millions of years, but the Christians say we've only been here for 2,000 years. It's, it's anyone's guess. Anyone's guess. But Frankly. 19 weeks, that's a new estimate. The proof's in the pudding. The proof's in the which pudding? And the pudding is delicious. Like, are we talking about sweet pudding, or are we talking about one of these like um, Yorkshire puddings? And as a pudding, but it's, it's just egg, bruh. That's just like a little empty pie. A little empty pie. You yeah. know what you want in there? Some sausage, then you got to turn the hole. Ooh, I don't yeah. really want to argue with the delicious pastry, contentless pie, because it is great. And if, if you try to argue with the pastry, that's going to be a one-sided argument. People are going to be looking at you weird. That's not going to be a dialogue. Nope, that's going to be you eating a pastry. Old man rants at pastry. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash. Newsflash. Oh, man. Do you hear about the Thai boys being found in the cave? Yes, a soccer trip. <laughs> a soccer trip to the cave. The, that's the thing I was confused about. They're a soccer trip. <laughs> what were they, they doing? <laughs> were they trying to train for the cave tournament of the, soccer? It was the qualifying round. <laughs> yeah. See if you can survive monsoon caving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was boys v. bats. Boys be pets. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's an interspecies uh, tournament. Yeah, it's and a, it, was, it was a bet home game, so they're playing the caves. As if Japan versus 
whoever it was today wasn't exciting enough. Who was it? Japan versus... Uh, Belgium. Belgium. Belgique. And everyone got really emotional about it. Because they, they, they worked their little socks off. Did they? They worked really hard. Uh, they didn't work hard enough. They kicked the ball, and then yep. on the on the final few seconds... Oh, no. Tintin and the boys... Tintin. Kicked it in, kicked it in the old onion bag. Oh, dear. 3-2. Japan's going home. Oh dear, but they were very gracious, I'm sure. They did. They cleaned up the stadium, and then they left. Did they? The, the team. The the, the the team. They cleaned up. Bless well, the, them. The, the fans cleaned up the stadium, oh. and the team cleaned up their changing rooms. That's so nice. And the the team left a little note saying, "Thank you" in Russian. I don't know who that was for. Probably the hosts. The, ho- the, the Russian the, hosts. The Russian hosts. And also, there was a one in in French that said "fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, Soccer. How are you, Mr. Alex D. Wilson? How am I? It's been another week. It's been another, another week. week out there in the world. And one thing that I have, I, I'm, I'm quite old these days. Are you? And with, with age comes wisdom. Yes. And one thing I've noticed is that the, the more weeks that go past, the the more weeks I age. Yes, that's true. And I'm sort feeling of the fundamental it, principle of time. Of time and yeah. the human, ex- human condition. Yep. There's only a limited amount of time to do all of our unlimited desires. So and how many unlimited desires have you ticked off this week? Um, well, I I, um, I, I bought a, a, an ice cream on a stick, which I felt like having. Okay, great. Halfway through, decided that's not for me. Oh, really? What did you do with the rest of it? Gave it to a dog. Great. I got rid of all the chocolates, so it was all good for the doggy. Great. Dog, the the own, dog lives. But the owner ladies said, and gentlemen, the owner said lives. the sugar um, would make the dog go crazy. But I said, he's a nice young man. This is for the monsieur. He's sitting very nicely. He deserves a milky treat. And they said, oh, uh, on with you. On and on we go. So I had an ice cream and I aged a week. And boy, I'm feeling it in all my joints. The aging. I need a little bit of oil. I need to feel young again. <laughs> if you can make me feel young again, text 021-272-34-61. That number again, 021-272-3461. Or 21 Radio one. I'm not a crook. I'm not a crook. Text me. <laughs> How was your week, Mr. McBride? Um, oh man, I've had a pretty, I've had a pretty good time. Oh yeah, um, good time. Pretty good time. Yeah. Um, I spent my Saturday night. I went for a. It was a nice day on Saturday, so I went and exerted myself. Oh, physically, nice. I went oh. for a cycle along the top of the peninsula. Oh, very uh, nice. And uh, and then I got home at five thirty, and I got straightened up with my pajamas. That sounds And lovely. that was a Saturday night. And that's what I love about the late 20s, Alex. Yeah. Is that you... Um, is that it was you... The, the Great Depression occurred? <laughs> yeah, and uh, impending wars. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> one's gone and the next one's coming. Yeah, that's what's great about the late 20s. That's what's great. Um, so that was pretty good. Uh, oh, I felt nice. rejuvenated and um, it's nice. It's nice. Um, Can you um, um, prove or unprove a urban myth I've been hearing about one Angus McBride? I beg your pardon? Can, I, can, you, can you answer... Did this prove an urban myth I've been hearing about you? What is that? Um, that you are competing for the 2020 uh, Olympic Games. You're going to go for the oh. marathon. Well. And you're going to bring back the gold for um, your home country of Tunisia. I don't want to say anything too too soon, but yeah. Um, yeah, you're right, Alex. Man. I am, I am going to be hopefully qualifying. For Tunisia. For Tunisia 2020. 20. 2020. 2020. Like your vision. That's my vision. That's no, just not, not, not like my vision, no. <laughs> you're you're no, no, no. blind as a bat without them specs. That's, that's, uh, that's 1928. That's amazing. So my, I'm friends with a with an Olympian. Well, a you, potential you may, Olympian. You may potentially will be. Oh, man. 
So because um, uh, I never seen you swim, I don't think you can. Thought I was doing a marathon. Are doing a triathlon? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I am. I, I, I was born in the water. Are you a water baby? And I'll die in the water. Are you one of them water babies? Uh, oh, I was thrown overboard. Uh, by your original parents. By my original parents. When they tried to migrate to in New Tunisia. York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Migrate to the United States, and Donald Trump was in charge. And like, oh, don't this baby used to be growing up without us. We're chucking the water preemptively. The Statue of Liberty booted me back. Back to Tunisia. To Tunisia. Oh, fantastic. How times have changed. Anyway, yes, uh, it's been a good week, um, mm. so I'll be up keeping you abreast of the development oh, of my Olympic uh, life. Um, fantastic. So, listeners, it's lovely to have you with us uh, for another week of the History Bonanza. Um, for those of you who are returning to the show, welcome. It's so nice to have you back with us. Valkman. Va- Valkman, if you're in... Cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> and to new listeners... My goodness gracious. Oh. It's so nice to have you on board. We need some fresh meat. We're bored of each other. We're so, uh, we've, we've devoured each other senseless. Yes, and don't tell the people who are listening beforehand, but boy, howdy. Man, we've had all their texts. They've had all their texts, all two of them. All two of them. And they're great, but we've dried up that well, it seems. We have indeed. So, welcome to the Stripinanza listeners. But Alex. Yeah? Just, I mean, I'm a bit, I'm a bit confused. Oh, yes. But, uh, I'm, I'm imagining there are some people out there who might be a little confused as well because I know I know what history is and I yes. know what a bonanza is. Oh, do you? But, I don't. But, but what is the what is the history bonanza? Oh, that's a very very Could good question. Oh my summarize this god! That's such a good benefit. Hasty well, question. Oh man, I prepared that one quite. I called Kim Hill and consulted yeah. her and said, oh, "Kim, yes, what was it?" Cam, I need to, um, I'm talking to Alex Deeg later on. Oh, very good, that jump. And I'm going to, you know, we talk for a while at the beginning, and I need some good questions yes, for yes, him. Yes, 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 Angus, the, you... the one thing I know about a radio show, which I've been doing for many years, is that you need good questions. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, Kim, yes. what, can I, what, can I, what can I ask Alex in the first ten minutes that'll really, like, really get him, get him thinking, and he'll think, oh, that's a good question. Well, I would ask him, firstly, um, to put him into a circular room and tell him to piss in the corner, yeah, and that, right. will, that will get him very confused. Okay, great. But if you don't have a circular room and, and, and so ask him to explain what a history bonanza is. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, Kim Sung, thanks. Thanks so much. Kim Sung, yes. Thanks goodbye. For the, th- <laughs> thanks for the singy as well. And so that's how our question happened. Oh, so Alex, okay. I, I just wanted to ask you, what is the history bonanza? That's a very good question. It's perfectly Moorish. I can I can feel that it's, it's making me salivate as we speak. I just... That, that, um, just, just a wave of savoury has come over me with that question. And I love umami? It. Umami? Umami. Umami, mamma. Umami. Or if you combine it with an edamame bean, you go umamame bean. Um, so what is the history bonanza? What is it? Well, you know, listener, I'm sure you've heard this whole old idiom. Idioms for idiots, that's what my mother used to say. But anyway, uh, this old idiom that history is written by the winners. Well... We are cutting through all of that. We're going to give you the the history from the winners, the losers, the sideways people, and the in-between, the upside down, and all the way through from Narnia to Quidditch Town with no angles, no BS. We've got no vested interest in any of this, so we're going to give it to you straight. I don't want to be here. I don't know. But um, we are forced to be here yeah. because um, our, captive, many, our captive home. Our captive home because many years ago, Angus and I did many um, hurtful things to a a, a sacred uh, uh, a spirit 
that inhabited these uh, lands, and they cursed us to live within these walls, this radio station, mm-hmm. um, and uh, be cursed to be bound together to present a weekly show on the coveted spot of 9 till 11 on so a nice Tuesday. So nice of them to allow us to do this after so many years of being banished to the studio. Exactly. But only in 2018, like 18 weeks ago, That's we were it. allowed to actually contribute and do, and do anything. But this is our redemption thing. This is our redemption. This is like how oh, An- right. when Andy yeah, Dufresne yeah, yeah. Um, crawled through that shit-covered um, sewer in, in the Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption, redemption. Yeah. This, this is us going through the shit Pipe. Welcome to History Bonanza, the shit pipe of 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 Radio 1. (laughs) If we do a good enough show, Joe will be redeemed and we don't have to sit under the the secreted desk of the the Radio 1 uh, studio where we make our home. So thank you for joining us for this redemption. Um, And uh, it's worth mentioning once again, Alex, that uh, to the to, to the listeners, not to, to you, specific, uh, especially not to you, that the Shumananza is a is a conversation between all of us, uh, myself and Alex primarily, but also you at home or in your car or wherever you are, the listener. Your aeroplane, your sidecar, your little submarine, your your one person boogie board, wherever you are, you can take part in the great democratic platform which is the history bonanza so as we embark on this journey through our historical topic for the evening please feel free to 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 ha- have your voice heard you can text us 0212723461 radio one uh, or you can email us alex and angus are cool at gmail.com and be involved in our mailbag segment at the end of the show that's the award nominated uh, mailbag segment. Alternatively, you can take that email address, which is alexandangusrcool at gmail.com, and sign us up to some mailing lists, which you think would be fun. I recommend something that includes sex toys and all the old people. <laughs> um, I mentioned once again, of course, that you can vote for uh, the History Bonanza and the Radio 1 Awards for 2018, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, where we are nominated for a string of awards, isn't it, Alex? We are. Um, uh, despite being a new show on the block, we seem to be clearing up. We're um, nominated for Best Show, Best In Show, Best Song and Dance Routine, Best History Show, Best mm-hmm. After 12, Best Late Night, mm-hmm. um, and Best Jazz Hands. It's a great thing. In, it's a pretty it's, good list. It's going to be a great night there at the Hazies, as they're called, uh, named after famous Radio 1 disc jockey Samantha Hayes. We're going to take, take back about three or four Hazies, I, I feel. I would say so. I, say I can so. see that. I think they're engraving them as we speak. I mean, we're definitely in for a best segment with mailbag. Uh, yeah, I would say so. But, of course, there's still a lot of time between now and the awards in September, um, September October time. Yes, so don't sit on your hands, listeners. Certainly not. Go straight to r1.co.nz forward slash r1 awards uh, where you can find uh, the nominees list and uh, just, uh, you know, you know where to put your ticks. There's nowhere else, frankly. Two ticks read. Two ticks, two ticks, history B. Yeah, man, I'd rather be red than dead. That's it. History B. That's it indeed. Um, what other formalities do we have to clear up? Got an itchy face. That's not a formality. That's just me telling you what's going on. What's happening in the news recently? Um, well then, um, there's been a bit of noise around... Uh... Oh. Them Thai boys... Reversing the bats. Oh, the Thai boys. Yeah, we mentioned this before. So, the Thai boys, I heard this morning that they'd found them. Hurrah, hurrah. Fantastic. But I heard this evening that they have two options, basically, now. No. They either have to 
all learn to scuba dive in caves to get out, which is a very specialist oh, um, skill because of the tight um, cave holes and protecting your airway and your oxygen tank Knocking and stuff the like bins. that. Or they may have to be down there for a couple of months. Oh man, you, yeah. know, you know what they need? This sounds like a great time for a charity single. Okay. Yeah, Where, where's where, Bob Geldof when you need him? Yeah, exactly. Let's send some love into... Oh, this is a Simpsons joke. Let's, let's send our love down that well. Yeah. Um, let, let's send that, our love into that cave. Tell them Thai boys, hey, we hope you defeated the bats in the football, but um, being good at football isn't enough to escape a cave, so maybe Ronaldo shouldn't be paid that much money. Because he couldn't escape a cave no matter how hard he kicked the ball. There's a hole in my heart as deep as a well for that poor little boy. This is for the Thai boys. Though we can't get him out, we'll do the next best thing. We'll go on TV and sing, sing, sing. And we're sending our love down the cave. Fantastic. I think that's as that was worth That was exactly what they wanted. That's exactly what they wanted. Um yeah. Oh dude! Yes something did happen in the news. What something actually happened? Did you hear about the French um this French prison break? No. It's amazing. So yesterday or yes. the day before, as um notorious uh, notorious. French, notorious French gangster Carmen San Diego, who was in prison, yes, got busted out by three heavily armed men who flew a helicopter into the prison yard, what? La- landed in it, got out with their guns, threw smoke grenades everywhere, got what? out, cut the guy out of prison, flew off, jumped in a van, set the helicopter on fire, and just drove out of France. What? That's some like movie shit. Yeah, are we in the movies now? Is this Modern Warfare 3? A thousand? What is that? What is that? What would, bloody genius. And it was the second time he'd done it. Well, there you go. Epic. Some Some so. jail cells don't keep King Louis the 15th. No, they don't. No. Especially when he's got a helicopter and a buzzsaw. Right? And yeah. some smoke bombs. And smoke bombs. I think everyone should have a couple of smoke bombs on them at all times. You never know when they're going to come in handy to yeah. create a diversion. Uh, if you're ghosting someone, really helpful. Yep. Uh, midwinter carnival. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to accuse someone of something, you can just say, hey, I think um, I think Angus was the one that spread that rumour about you being fat, and then Angus turns up and you throw some smoke and say, oh, no smoke without fire. Hope. <laughs> and it would just make your argument really convincing. Mm, yeah, it would. It sounds like a pretty good investment. I think so. I think so. this is where the taxpayer dollars should be going. Not... Can you just get smoke bombs? Is that legal? I don't know. I don't know either. I haven't looked into this, but now I certainly am going to. Where's the Where's your novelty and joke shop? I wonder if Pinker Lily's parties had them back in the day. Back in the day? Is Pinker Lily's closed now? So closed. Oh, that's very Like five years closed. Oh, gosh. Like, very closed. You don't go down Lower Stewart Street for no, often, I don't. Do you? But you went to Best Cafe and you didn't notice. Well, I was, I was up to my eyeballs and, and cheese a, and bread and a cheap a chip ta- a chip sarni, wasn't I? I suppose you, you were. You can buy smoke bombs on Etsy. What's Etsy? Etsy's that that place where art hipsters who make posters of their 
flatmates can sell them for $40 and you can get on a tea towel. Oh man, I don't know anything. Um, or you can get them from smokegrenades.co.nz. Do we need to... Um... Providing New Zealand with high quality, 60 second smoke signals for every occasion. Available now. No license required. R18+. plus. I feel like if it's R18+, plus, some license is required to prove that you're over 18. I feel like... Like a driver's license. Yeah, driver's Not license. a smoke grenade license. Yeah. Fuck, okay. you can get three, three high-quality smoke grenades for $99 in postage and packaging, each having 60-second burn time. You can choose from five great colours... It's a perfect introduction pack. Wait, sorry, was it $9.99 or no, $99? No, $99. So $100, 100 bucks for three, US. For, for 180 seconds, no, New Zealand dollars. New Zealand dollars. Uh, yeah, for 180 seconds of, uh, of smoke grenades. Pure joy. Of pure joy in five great colours. And it's a perfect introduction pack because once you, once you pop a smoke grenade, as you know, Angus, you just can't stop popping. It's like Pringles. Yummy. It's like a grenade. Nationwide shipping. This is a great deal. There's a guy with a with a bandana on his face that makes him look like he's half skeleton. So you know he's t- a top quality bloke to be buying your smoke grenades from. Oh, this is great. I'm really glad that you have done this research. Buy smoke bombs. Smoke, smoke bombs. bombs. Smokegrenades.co.nz. Do Much it better, today. Mate. Maybe you can make them. What would you need? Just a whole bunch of smoke. Just flour. Flour? I don't know, flour. Just throw flour at people. Yeah, that's what we used to do. That's sort of clouding, clouding flour. Yeah, or, or maybe you get clouding. A, maybe you get a water balloon, but it's like really murky water. Yeah, just throw shit at people throw like sh- they used to for the um for the uh you know the um chimpanzees. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might be a great segue into our topic for tonight. Oh, Ooh. I love a good segue. Speaking of chimps throwing shit at each other, tonight we're taking you back to the Paleolithic era. Or at least, like, sort of starting there. And then going around a whole bunch of different places. Yeah, I think so. I, yep, hope so. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Well, well you know. Uh-huh. This is the History Bonanza time machine. It's it? like the glass elevator goes everywhere. Do you want to tease and then play a song? Or should I play a song and then we tease? And nah, then we talk? tease, then we, okay, we, let's then we tease. do a song. All right, Delix, do you want to do, do, you want to do the honours? Okay. Tonight on History Bonanza. Tonight... On the history... Get your note, pen and notepads and papers out. I'm going to tease it pens. to you. You're going to need a pen and paper to figure it out. Okay. Tonight on the history bonanza, we're going back to where it all began. The start of time, as we know it. The thing we're going to be discussing is... Um, I'm going to... It's a riddle, okay? Okay. It's, um, it's a really good thing... Yeah. To have, if there's someone you work with mm. who you don't want them to be working with you anymore, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay. And um, I'm just gonna tease it there. Oh, the other right, thing cool. is that if you spelt this word in Scrabble, you'd get seven points. Text us 021-272-3461 before the end of the song, and you will be highly praised. And oh, you, might get some, you might get some candy. I'd improvise a song about you if you guess it. Alex will improvise a song about you if you guess what he just said before the end of the song. What I teased about. Do you want to give those clues again? Okay. Here it's we go, listeners. It's a very helpful Here's your pen thing. and paper. Here's your pen and paper. Get your pen and paper out. Okay, what I said was, one, we're going back to where it all began. Boom. 
Boom. That's your clue number one. Two. This is a very useful thing. If you don't want... If you are working with someone and you don't want them to be working with you anymore. Thirdly, if you spell this word in Scrabble without a double word for any of that nonsense, you could get seven points. That's pretty good clues. So pretty good clues. Text us 021-272-3461 in the next four minutes with your name and a interesting little detail about yourself. Yeah, it's just a handle. And Alex will inter- uh, improvise a song about you. And it'll be great. This is just the kind of hijinks that we have on the History Bonanza. Who else has these hijinks? No one. That's Airways why we're out singles. That's why we're award winning. You are listening to the History Bonanza on Radio 191 FM. When we come back, the answer to the riddles and the topic for this evening. Riddle me this! That was Brown Boy with I've Got Some Brown Pants. And you're back on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. Um, no one te- no one got in touch with us. We had one message. Well, we actually we did have one message, um, but that guess was wrong. So no one gets any song. Thank God, because I can't sing, nor can I improvise lyrics, so let's say you run a whole bunch of whoops-a-daisies. But you're back with us, and we were just about to start talking about the history for this week, because this is the History Bonanza, we talk about history. And bonanza-ing. And bonanza, in a bonanza-ish I love fashion. bonanza. bonanza Did you ever watch Bonanza? No, what is that? It's a TV show. Tell me more. Um, it was about, it was an American TV show from the... It was about an American TV show. <laughs> it was about an American TV meta. show. Interesting meta, wow, I love it. Yeah, they, so they talked about the, um, it was about people talking about a TV show. It was a bit like, um... It literally was. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, right, So okay. Bonanza, Bonanza would be like, hey, Bonanza, you're back with Bonanza. This week we're talking about, um, the Dolly Parton show. Uh, and there were, the, the main host was this guy called Gordon Gecko. And he would, he was a geek, he was an actual gecko. Um, and he would go, because he had this massive tongue. And, and he would say, hey guys, the Dolly Parton show isn't to my taste. Because um, Dolly Parton um, should stick to singing and not to interviewing Tony Bennett. Um, and the, the Bonanza got cancelled after about three weeks because Gordon Gecko was this massive misogynist. He only oh, he, he yeah. didn't really like it when um, when a woman hosted the show. Yeah. But when uh, when it was um, the Muhammad Ali chat show, mm. where um, he would inter- he would ask his guests a question and then punch them in the face. Right. Um, Gordon Gecko was like, wow, this is a masterpiece challenge television. Blah, blah. So um, that was Bonanza. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. That's great. Great news. Yeah. Um, but tonight on the Super Bonanza, if you didn't guess, we are talking about... Fire. 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 The history of fire. The history of fire. History of humans and but fire. But mainly just the invention of fire. By whom, Alex? Exactly. Exactly. That's the question, well, isn't exactly. it? Well, this exactly. Is this is a question. It's a question that many cultures and many people have many opinions about who invented the fire. There are a couple stories. There, are, yeah, There's more than a couple. There's probably positively six or seven of them. So at least half a dozen. Before we j- dive into this week's... J-dive. Pop, j-dive. I was yes. going to say jive into, but I like dives better. Okay. But how about j-dive? So it's I like diving j-dive. with a sense of Love jive. jive. I like that. Well, thank you. Who says we don't coin new phrases on the history bonanza? My mother. Oh. Oh, but actually, my mum actually said something to me um, the other week. Yes, what did she say? She said, I love the show, Yes, but I just can't imagine imagine it well because you never describe what you look like. And I was like, mum, 
you have a photo of me. Yes. And um, she was like, yes, but the listeners don't. So right. she would like us to describe each other. So that, so that <laughs> people, people know who's talking. Okay. Uh, well, is this something you would be able to entertain just for maybe two minutes? To describe you? Yeah, I'll, I'll describe you, then you describe me. Okay, fine. Okay, listeners, Angus McBride is a seven foot two uh, man who is razor thin. I say that because I once ran into him at speed and I cut myself on my pinky and it's still, I've still got a scar there. He's, he's, um, so you could look at him on one plane and it looks like he's not there, but then you turn around and then he's like a puffer fish. Um, he's mottled like a tabby cat and he's kind of bow-legged, so he looks a bit like a, a cartoon cowboy. Um, and and you you know he's coming because he stinks the higher heaven of movie popcorn, but not the good stuff. The stuff that's been there for three or four weeks. That's Angus McBride. Oh, and he's all he's wearing a hockey jersey. He loves uh, he he loves Wayne Gretzky, and when he's not on there, he's always saying, "Yo, bro, you always miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take." That's my boy Wayne. That was Angus McBride. That's pretty accurate. Thank you. Alex D. Wilson looks like the marshmallow man from Ghostbusters 1. He's just as tall. He's just as delicious. He's just as dangerous. Except he's got a cute little blonde beard. But it's like, um... It's not like a full face beard. It kind of looks like, um... What's the... What's the guy... What's the IT guy in the office, the British office called, who dresses up as L.E.G.? Keith. Keith, yeah, like a little a little Keith goatee, where it's like he's he's got such a massive face, it looks really tiny around his little mouth. So all his features on his face are, are tiny because his face is so like large. Um, and he kind of he's got a big a, a big long blonde candy floss mop on his head. Um, and big, big spectacles made of candy cane. And his, uh, he, he likes to wear, he, he tries to dress flatteringly. He does the, does the vertical lines. Does the, he's been watching Trini and Sue's, you know, he does the vertical lines. Um, but, uh, it still doesn't help the fact that no chair in the studio can fit him. No, he can't, he can't fit in the studio. He's got to do this, he does this show from... I took him outside. I don't even know where he is. I need a ladder to get we out to, here. We had to get a, 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 a remote microphone for a Alex boom. D. Wilson because he's a just boom mic. And I understand how a marshmallow can be uh, alive, can be but, sentient. But you're a razor. You're a razor sharp man. You're a marshmallow man. Well, you're invented by Gillette. You're invented by pig feet. So hopefully that will allow you to imagine what's going on as we speak, Mum. Or maybe just uh, <laughs> confuse you even more. But thanks for the question anyway. It's yeah. nice to have a dialogue with some of our listeners or not listeners. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, so this week we were talking about fire. And what I was going to talk to before I got distracted was, um, what are your personal experiences with fire? Are you, are you pro-fire? Uh, you... I'm very pro-fire. Yeah, yeah. I like my chicken cooks all the way through. Oh, on the fire? On the fire, especially on the fire. Mm -hmm. I enjoy fire for warmth, especially oh, yes. in this town. <laughs> Am I oh, right? Oh, right. Oh, oh. I um, learned to make fire from a, quite a young age. And oh, I'm still craggy. quite. I actually really enjoyed uh, making some kindling a couple weekends ago. 
Just a wee, a wee wholesome weekend activity. Did you have a hat shit? I had a hat shit. <laughs> I did have a hat shit, yes. And I hat shitted the wood. I hat shat the wood. You hat shat the wood. Yeah. That's very yeah. nice. It was a very wholesome activity. Um, and uh, there's something nice about building a fire and lighting it and watching it grow and glow and warm you and be. It's uh, yeah. uh, uh, a much uh, a nicer heat for the skin, I find as well. Uh, heat yeah. pumps can be very dry, suck the moisture from the air. Um, so I'm very pro fire. What about you, Alex? I like a good fire. Like you, I'm mesmerised by a fire. When what is fire? I mean, what is it? Is it a what gas? What the hell is happening there? Is it gas? Is, is it, it solid? solid? Is it liquid? Is it is it a yeah? Is it is it a liquid? Why can I see it? Why why can I see the liquid? And does it exist anywhere else? On Mars? I Martian don't think so. Fires? You need oxygen to have fire. Yeah, you need oxygen to have fire, dummy. Dum dum. Dum dum. You, what you... if we were the only planet in the, our solar system? That oh had my fire? god, we need to introduce fire to other planets. No, we like, what? Man, those Neptunians will have so much fun with fire. And finally, they could they could do something with the. Uh, they could have some drinking water Man. on Pluto. Guys, Guy Fawkes, or Guy's Fork. Guy's Fork. <laughs> guy's Fork on Neptune must be real upsetting because you can't. You got all these fireworks and you can't even light exactly. them. So we should bring fire to Neptune so they can celebrate Guy's Fork properly. But I love um, fire. Like you, I'm mesmerized by it. Yes. You look into it, and it looks like there's a whole bunch of um, uh, orange dancing boys in there, and they're all like, look at me. And you're like, I'm looking at you, and you can you it's just... It's like the painting Joie de Vivre. Joie de Vivre? Joie de Vivre. It's like Monet on crack is what fire is. It is. Um, you know when you got this sensation when you stand on top of a 48-story building and you feel like you want to jump off? Yeah. When you look at the fireplace, you just feel like, I want to jump into I that fire. I want to jump in there and have a dancey fun have time. Have a toasty a fun fire. time. Yeah. And I'm always upset when I look at the fire and then I touch it and I'm like, oh, that actually hurts. Yeah. A lot. So I just want to be your friend. It's like playing with a playing with a mountain cat. Yeah. It's like, it's a big cat, but it's, it's going to kill you. It's, it may be fuzzy, but it's also spiky. In all the right places. All the right places? Yeah. That's for, true. For defending itself and eating food. So tell me about the uh, the 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 what the Greeks uh, thought about um, fire. Oh man, fire that is mythology. That is mucked up from start to finish. Mucked up, mucked up. So in Greek mythology, they had the Titans. Titans. Who, the Titans, who are the people who I'm not entirely sure about. I'm gonna make it up. Please. Who were? They did. Exactly right. It was all, uh, but essentially the Titans were these people who were in between, like gods. I think they were the sons of gods, or the people that came before gods, or something. And, and Prometheus was one um, who was credited with the um, with creating man from clay. He defied the gods by stealing fire, which was something that was reserved for the gods, and How he, dare he gave it to humanity, which. Um, enabled progress in civilization, according to the Greeks. I'd say it was the Game Boy, but that's okay. Mm, Prometheus yeah. is known for intelligence and is a champion for mankind in Greek mythology. So what happened was um, when Zeus, the king of the Olympian gods, uh, found out that Prometheus had stolen fire so that humans could be on gods' levels, um, he sends Prometheus to internal torment for his transgression. He bound him to a rock kinky. Oh. A bit like Aslan in the Narnias. Oh. Oh. I sometimes go down to the spa, the yeah. Greek spa, and I say, can you tie me up like Aslan? 
Um, what do they reply to that? Where's the, where's the Greek spa? Yeah, there's one down on um, by the warehouse. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not so much um, a spa, but a... Oh, no, it's probably the spa. It's a spa. But, um, so he's bound to this rock like Aslan, oh, where each day an <laughs> eagle, who I doesn't have a name, and I feel like that's a, definitely a, a, a talking point that's missed in this, this story. Okay. The eagle should have a name. Um, who was the emblem of Zeus, was sent to feed on uh, Prometheus's liver, hey. which would then grow back overnight to be eaten again the very next day. I believe that the Greeks believed that the liver was where the emotions came from. Oh! Yeah. As we now know... And were stored. The liver yep. now um, is damaged by alcohol, which is also a way of... Um, suppressing your emotions. Suppressing your emotions. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks. Full circle. That's great. How would how, would you like that? Would you what would be worse being tied to a rock day after day and have your liver eaten out by a, an eagle every single day for? Is there anything that would be worth that punishment? Um, new batteries for the Game Boy. All right. Eternal Just, batteries from a Game Boy. Yeah, like it'll be like a, maybe thirty minutes of pain with the eagle, but then you've got twenty three hours and thirty, 30 minutes. minutes to play Game Boy. Because I assume he's not dying, so he must be no, like. No, he's not because his liver regenerates every day. Yeah, he must be well fed. So he's fine. It's just painful. Painful for a little bit. But there's a lot of stuff that is painful in life that happens for more than half an hour a day. Yeah. What do you think the eagle gets up to the rest of the day? Does his, does the eagle just go around eating other people's eating livers? livers. Yeah, eating livers. Of other, livers all of day. other people who yeah. have been punished. Fuck, can you imagine? Got a how... tight schedule, this eagle. Yeah. He must be so tired when he goes back to Mama Eagle. He's sick of eagle. He's sick of liver. You're like, oh, what's for, what's for dinner? Liver. Liver. Oh, not liver again. I've been eating, eating liver all day. That's my job. I, when I come in this home, this nest, I don't want to be eating liver. That's my day job. Exactly. At night, I'm a I'm a two virgin. I'm a kidney man. I'm a kidney man. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the heart. At least, at least the heart. Please, oh. lungs. Oh, at this stage, you'll take a pancreas <laughs> or a colon. Uh, I'd eat a, out a colon. But a marrow. But a marrow. Hell, no, that's a specialty. Marrow. Marrow. I had a steak the other day. Did you? What? Please. But, um, Alex it, Wilson it, it is eating steak now. Right. Watch out. Cows. Ooh. <laughs> Someone's been taking bites out of the cows again. Let's burn Alex Wilson. It's him. I went to a place that they made me a steak, but it came with a marrow crumble underneath it. What? Um, yeah, think a marrow crumble. So it was like marrow mixed with like oats or something. It was like uh-huh. a bed that was the steak was placed upon. Okay. For my delectation. And how did you find it? How did I find it? I found it on the plate. <laughs> uh, we will not be allowed in the studio again. Well, this is our home. Oh. They can't kick us out of here. Yes. Well, I can't fit in here because I'm the marshmallow man with a boom mic. Boom boom. Boom boom. Maui. Sorry, who? Maui. Oh, Maui. Thank Maui. You. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? You said Maui, like a yaoi. Yeah. Isn't it Maui? Maui. 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 I don't know. Maui. What? Maui. 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 You said Maui. 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 Finding that fire had been lost from the earth, resolves to find Mahuika, the fire goddess, 
and learn the secret art of obtaining fire. He tricks her. Oh. Wait. His tricks make her furious. Yeah. And although he obtains the secret of fire, he barely escapes with his life. Oh. He transforms into a hawk. Seems to be a common element. A common thing. Having to do with birds of prey. But to no avail, for Mahueka sets both the land and sea on fire. Maui prays to his ancestors, Tafiri Matia and Fatiri Matakataka, who answer with pouring rain to extinguish the fire. Now, this is not the myth that I remembered, because I no. vaguely remembered him going and stealing fingernails I from his yeah. grandmother, right? There was something or to do with fing- fingernails. It was fingers or fingers or something. Yes. Um, t- if you know what, the, what I'm talking about, text me 0212720127234261. Am I right in remembering that? That uh, it was uh, the myth that I remember was him going and stealing his grandmother's fingernails, and then she he gets all of them or something, and then. She didn't he steal her jawbone as well, or was that the no, the the, the, the sun myth? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the sun. Keeps he's a he's a tricksy man. This one, Maui, 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 not Maui, 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 and that is all the fire myths. Well, the ones that we can be bothered with. That was all of them. There's there's many. There's too many. Too many. But well, we're going to get to the real scientific, the real, the nitty gritty. Do you think how yes. both of those stories focused on hawks or birds of prey? Yes. Do you think that that is why animorphs is a modern creation myth? Because is Tobias it? is stuck as a as a hawk for the entire season, for the entire show. Books. Entire books. I don't know anything that you're talking about. You, you, you don't know animorphs? Yes, I know, but I only, um, only looked at the book covers. Philistine! Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Child child fiction. <laughs> and I, you know I can't read as of, as of last week's Learning yeah. Disability episode. Well, well it wasn't, that wasn't the main focus, but it was one of the main oh, discoveries. It felt like it was. <laughs> uh, so, Fire! Fire! So now that we've got it... Now that we've got it... What is fire? We want to know... Now that we've got it, now we want to know how we got it. Now we have it, we want to know how we got it. Don't we already know how we got it? Now we want to know how we have it? Now we want to know how we have it. Now that we know how we've got it, we want to know how we have it. Now that we know how we've got it, we want to... Maui. 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 Fire is the rapid oxidation of a material in the exothermic chemical process of combustion, releasing heat... Light and various reaction products. What the fuck are those? In layman's terms, the air makes fire go boom boom. Boom boom, Maui. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, fire is hot. Yes. Because, <laughs> because. Okay. The conversion of the weak double bond in molecular oxygen uh. O2 to the stronger bonds in the combustion products carbon dioxide and water releases energy. <laughs> The bond energies of the fuel play only a minor role here, but on the stage in oh, uh, so my, my version so of Rosencrantz and Philistine, uh, the fire plays a major role. Chemistry the, castration the part of corner. 
Chemistry corner. Chemi- chemical castration corner. Chemistry, chemical castration that's so corner. That's uh, it's on later. That's, that's when we're doing. I think touring. that's replacing metal mayhem. Uh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's essentially the same kind of music, isn't it? Oh. Oh, that's that's. Oh, hard. that's no, some hard. very good metal artists. Okay. Name one. Um, dear flippers. <laughs> um. Tinny and the Aluminium Boys. That'll do. Um, so, Control of Fire, Alex. Yes. By early humans was, let me tell you, it was a turning point in the cultural aspect of human evolution. What? It was, because it has many uses. It does. Believe it or not. It can be light. It can be light. We'll get to this, Alex. You're jumping ahead. I'm uh, sorry. You're I'm, jumping ahead. I'm sorry. The, this was a gradual process. Uh, involving several stages. Oh, good. Are they fun stages? They are fun stages. What's fun stage number one? A change in habitat from dense forest where wildfires were rare and potentially catastrophic to savannah where wildfires were very rare and a lower intens- and of lower intensity. This is approximately three million years ago because you don't want a forest fire, do you? Because that is really dangerous. Scrub fire, though, uh, it's okay. In the Yogi Bear, yes. did they ever talk about how Yogi Bear survived the multitude of um, fires that must have ravished Jellystone Park? Ravished? Ravished. They must have ravished. Ravished the forest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maui. Maui. Did they ever cover that? The Yowie? Yowie. Yowie power. Was that how Yogi Bear made Was that a short-lived, like... Like poor man's kind of surprise. Yowie. 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 The Yowie power. Yeah, they went away, but they came back recently. Choking hazards. The massive choking hazards. It's in food. Why do you put it yeah. in food? Like, I know uh, what's a good idea. Let's put knives inside this carrot. I don't think they're allowed in America, kind of surprise. No, they've got something called a kind of surprise duo where you get like a half an egg of chocolate and then a separate sepa- toy. Se- a separate toy. You know, you don't even have to build them anymore. Right? Suck. People are saying that the, the, the devices are destroying the minds of our young. It's the kind of surprise yeah, that they've gone downhill. A, and the, they're not building any Legos. They're just playing Minecraft. It's not the same thing. Is, what's Minecraft? Sorry, this is not parenting. Parenting. P- p- parenting. P- p- well, isn't parenting. that coming up? P- this isn't Do you want to play the segment pa- sing? Parent. What? Do you want to play the segment sing? Hmm. Oh, we gave a text, Alex. Oh, really? Should we read that first, or do you want a segment thing? Um, well, let's read the text first. Okay, here's the text. Yes. Uh. Hmm. Okay. Yes? It's got emojis, so I'm not quite sure how to read this to you, Des- but it describe says... Describe the emojis. Can I put fire in my aubergine? So is that the emoji of the uh, aubergine? Yes. Because the aubergine emoji doubles for something, doesn't it? Pee Does it For peas? Pee pee. Like pee pie and push. Penis. A penis. Penis. Can I put fire in my penis? In my penis. I uh, wouldn't recommend it. Well, you can. Again, this is not chemical, chemical castration corner. You can. You can. Should you? Text us. Text us back, listener, and let us know how it goes for you. I would recommend uh, lighting an incense stick and sticking it down your urethra. Well, that's really good. Because it, it fits down. It'll fit all the way into your um into your bladder. 
I think, or at least weigh up your um, your urinary tract, which is good. If you want to really scold your urinary tract, an incense stick, well burnt, like burn the whole thing. Yeah. It's good times. Is this a ding-a-ling show? Do we talk about ding-a-lings? Is it like what? Do you mean? Like, do we like talking about ding-dongs? Peepees. Yeah, peepees. Oh, really? Yeah. Do we? I don't know. I don't think we ever have before. I'm it's gonna, not really a dick joke I, show, is yeah, it? Not, I'm going to interpret the interpret the question the other way. Can you put fire inside your aubergine? Well, I, I would recommend that too. Well, I think you could actually roasted eggplant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eggplant, and then scoop out the innards. Yeah. And put like a kind of like a internal like cook it from the inside out. Inside out. That'd be quite wow, nice. Oh, interesting. So the inside would be crispy yum, and the soft would be outside yum. Yum yum yum. I and love you, an aubergine. I so I. Have you ever had tried a spaghetti squash? No, yes, I have. It's so amazing. I don't know how they work. It's amazing that suddenly there's pasta coming out of a, a, a squash. How did that work? I don't know, but it tastes amazing. I, I want to just scoop it out and then chuck it in someone and, and say spider and see what they do. They might sh- sh- put it on fire. Good prank. Good prank. Good prank. Anyway, do you want to play the segment sing? Um, well, can I just get through the four gradual... Um, Processes. Oh, they're so gradual, though. Okay, well, I'll just rush through them. So, the first one was the change of habitat from dense forest to savannah. The second one, um, interaction with burned landscapes and foraging in the wake of wildfires is observed by various anim- wild animals. So, there was a, a, an interaction between wild animals and areas that had been burnt. Um, making use of residual hot spots that occur in the wake of wildfires. Foods found in the wake of wildfires tend to be either burnt or undercooked. This might have provided incentives to place undercooked foods in a hot spot or to pull food out of the fire if it was in danger of getting burnt. So early humanoids were using wildfires to prepare food. Oh, man. By, by, by leaving it there. Being like, oh, a fire's coming. Leave that steer. Quick, run down with the fish. Exactly. Chuck the fish at yeah. the, 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 the burny gas. Yeah. And we'll la- get the nice yum-yums. And lastly, before I get you to your segment, Sting, um, early, uh, this was an early step um, in the control of fire. Uh, were, what? Oh, an early step in controlling the, uh, the controller fire would have been transporting it from burnt to unburnt areas and lighting them on fire, um, providing advantages in food acquisition. So if there's a fire, a, a tree branch on fire, you go grab it and you take it away. Because we can't yet start fire, but we find fire and we acquire it and we keep it. Uh, that's very smart. Exactly, exactly. So um, so there's the, that's sort of the, the, the four general stages. Uh, up to about three million years ago. So instead of like, it'd be instead of owning your own car, it's like an Uber. Yeah. This is like Uber Fire. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you wouldn't be able to like text it or have an app for it because yeah. it would just be a random occurrence. Exactly. It's worth mentioning though, we're not talking about human, we're not talking about Homo sapiens yet. So we're talking about Homo erectus. We're talking about the whole umbrella. Fantastic. Yes. Anyway, here's your bloody segment sting. Parenting. Welcome back to Parenting, um, a segment that um, we have every week. Great. Where Alex and uh, Alex and I, or Angus and I, Great. discuss um, the intricacies of parenting. Great. And on this week's topic, uh, well, we've actually I've been asked a person on the street said to me, um, actually came up to me and said, "Look, Alex, uh, can you and Angus discuss what to do? Because I've had this problem in my household, where." You provide for your nice young wee ones a nice, fantastic feast of solvents, 
and they do not inhale them, ingest them, or smell them. Solvent. What do you do? Um, should I? Am I right in taking away their Burger King vouchers? Solvents. Yeah, solvents. Solvents. Do do you get this angst? Sometimes you, you you work you work a long day to provide solvents for your family, and then you put them on the table, and they don't seem to ingest them or or, or take them in. No. Report the, the, them to SIFS right away. The toxic paint. Report them to SIFS right away. What? SIFS. Solvents. What? Hating child solvents. No, well, it's a family thing. You, you, as a family, you crowd around the giant two-liter um, pot of British paints, British racing green, and you'll ingest from the, Look, the smells I, that come I, out of it. I love the smell of paint or a or a or a um, a or fly a, spray or a permanent marker yeah. or a petrol pump as much as the next person. Yes. But that is no substitute for a, a healthy, well-rounded diet for your family and children. What do you mean? You can it's at the very can, top of the food pyramid. What you can do is you can get a bit of bread and no, you can dunk it in no, the paint. No. Get Sips. a get get a get a carrot, spray it with fly spray. Sips. That way there's no flies on the carrot and you get your solvents at the same time. That's what we used to do in my family. And um I really liked it. I remember one day um Dad brought home a can of Mortine and we were positively fizzing. We thought we're the luckiest boys and girls in the neighborhood. How could anyone, um, you know? And, and now children today, they take more teen like it's a, like it's a, you know, a, a off-the-shelf product. It's not a special thing anymore. And I think that's a damn shame. Just like to point out that the Ministry of Children's number is 0508326459. If you've uh, seen any children being fed uh, solvents for dinner. Um, Alex, I think we need to go to... Just before we go, on, um, the phone number for Morteen is 0800 022046. Yeah, um, Register your complaints or your criticisms. If you want a new flavour of Morteen, maybe, um, I don't know, um, Bubblegum Morteen, um, go contact them at that number. Okay, we've got to go to an ad real quick. Um, we'll be right back. You're on the 191 FM. Take some time out of that shit and lock it up, you fucking supplement time. Hey, big beefy boys, you want to convince everyone you're a red dude? You put my supplements in your eyeballs. That way, you'll be able to lift them tight. You just using your cardio. Supplement time. Get my supplements, boys. You'd be a big beefy boy. Big slabs of beefy men. Get them supplements, boys. People sometimes ask me if I'm an ex-convict. Well, the thing is, you can't be a convict if there's no witnesses. Because you flex so hard, you broke time and space. But in truth, I did kill 17 underage posties back in 1972. Supplement Get my supplement, big beefy boys. You fuck. To, um, it's always good to support local businesses I on the so. one. Yeah, it's great. And um, you have been taking those supplements, haven't you, Alex? I've been trying to. They didn't seem to be having, having much of an effect on me. Except you've got a real bad eye twitch. Do I? Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I don't apologise. I think you should seek medical assistance right away. And I think you're you're losing all control of your motor functions right now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm kind your of arms just... arms have got a mind of their own. I'm just kind of doing the wiggly wave. I feel really parched. I feel really thirsty. Is I didn't get us any water this week. Did you notice? I did notice that because you know, I'm so all thirsty. the great things that I do for us, you just take for granted until you notice how thirsty you are. Right? Right? 
I'm the true victim here. No, I'm the victim. Why are you the victim? I'm underappreciated. No, you gave me something and then you took it away from me. Yeah, because you never get me water. I didn't know I had to. Oh! Please give me the water and I'll give you some water. <laughs> I'll gladly pay for water um, next week for water today. Pay for water? Pay for water, please. Oh, we just had a text. What was that? Just a quick uh, chemistry FYI. Ah, yes. Um, a solvent is a liquid that's able to dissolve other substances. Uh, called a solute. So I don't get why that deserves getting your kids taken off you. You guys are evil, i.e. a little bit of ethanol in cooking is a solvent. Ethanol in cooking? What's ethanol? Eth you're not- what? Oh wait, ethanol. Wait, what? What? Alright, well clearly we don't know what we're talking about, guy. Or gal. Or whoever you are. I know one thing, and you can't spell methanol without ethanol, and you can't spell meth without meth and all. You can't spell panadol without an. A doll. And a doll. And a doll. Well, thanks for your input there, listener. Um, we have been proven ignorant once again, of course. But also, just remember that SIF's number, just in case you see your kids eating paint. I lost um, that number for more teen, but you guys know how to use Google. You're back on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus, and we're talking about fire. Um, we've been talking about nothing for an hour. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, so we've got to really move, I guess. Um, we've still got a whole bunch of segments to get through as we well. We do, don't we? Should we do one now? Yeah, okay. Okay, it's time for... On This Day! A segment where we run through very quickly some things that have happened uh, on this day. And on this day in 1938, uh, on the 17th, 75th anniversary of the end of the Battle of Gettysburg, US President Franklin Delano Roosevelt dedicated the Eternal Light Peace Memorial. On This Day, FC Bayer Leverkusen beat FC Bayern München. 4-5 in 1945. On this day in 1970, the Troubles, the British Army imposed the, flaws, uh, the Falls Curfew on Belfast, Northern Ireland, which resulted in greater Irish Republican resistance. On this day, Tom Cruise born. <laughs> on this day... Uh, On this day, Eisenhower initiates federal flood control program. On this day, Jim Morrison died in 1971. On this day, Mike Marshall relieves Tommy John to pitch in the 13th consecutive game. And on this day in 1996, the House of Commons announces that the Stone of Scone, a.k.a. the Stone of Destiny, used in the coronation of the Scottish... of Scottish monarchs, will be returned to Scotland after 700 years in Westminster Abbey. That was on this day. Great historical stuff there. Yeah, that's what the History Bonanza is all about. History and getting it done. And speaking of getting it done, we're talking about fire. Most evidence of fire use between the... 3.3 million years ago and 300,000 years ago is uncertain. Uh, no shit. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, recent findings support that the earliest known controlled use of fire took place in Wonderwork Cave, South Africa. Uh, and that was about 1 million years ago, Alex. Do you know why they called it Wonderwork? I don't. Because um, you, you wonder how it worked? Oh, you... Poor fool. Oh, yeah, I've fallen straight into your trap. You have. 
If this was QI, it would be flashing on the screen. Do you know why they call it craft work? Craft work? Yeah. <laughs> Underwork. Uh, I've, already, I've, already, I've already got to the punchline without the build-up. Oh, so, um, no. Would let's... you like to just rewind and pretend that didn't happen? No, let's just move on. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, evidence suggests that early humans figured out how to create fire between 700,000 years ago and 120,000 years ago. Big area of time in there. Yeah, create fire. So they banged some rocks together, just banged it out, found it, made it work. Yeah. Um, fl- uh, burn flints were discovered uh, near Jebel Irund in Morocco, um, dated, uh, which were dated back to approximately 300,000 years ago. Through um, thermoluminescence. Of course. That my, that's my that's my favorite type of carbon dating. Really, thermoluminescent. I'm yeah, a is. fan of uh, photoradion. Okay, well, I mean, we we can we can argue till our cows come home. And on. we will, and we shall. <laughs> we shall. Um, no, all the cows have already come home. So, oh. Additionally, archaeologists found blackened mammal bones, which date back to 1.5 million years. D- uh, BP, which is an interesting term that I've discovered. Which was uh, uh, British Petroleum. Uh, yes, but also before the present. Which is a, a a time a measure of time used mainly in geological um, circles. Um, the the pre- the present being set uh, in 1950. Really? So that is 1.7 million years before 1950. How bizarre! Um, so and that was in the Xiangxi province in oh, China. I'm gonna go back to these blackened male bones. Go on. Uh, m- mammal bones. <laughs> blackened male bones. <laughs> Great, continue. So we, we're assuming they're being blackened by fire. By fire That's yes. what the scientists want us to think. The scientists believe. want us to think, yeah, I think Ugh. so. You uh, know, uh, what, what's probably happened is they've just got some paint, decided to paint some bones. I know, well, exactly. How are you going to play chess? You're going to have to differentiate the bones in a different colour, haven't you? True. Yeah. You're right. They're just leaping <clears throat> to conclusions here. By the middle of the Paleolithic era, which is what we're talking about, hearths began to appear Hearth. in Maui. Maui? Maui. Maui? Hearths. Hearths. By the end of the Paleolithic era, hearths began to appear in South Africa. Suggesting the development of the base camp. Discovered from this time also in Zambia, the process of hardening wood and stone implements in fire. How does that work? How do you harden wood and fire? Well, you turn it into chari stuff. Oh, like charcoal. And you can make stone harder by baking it. It's like cl- like having a, a kiln. I've baked stone before. All right, you stoner. Yeah. <laughs> I've also hardened wood before. All right, we don't need to know about that. By the middle... Uh, no, in Asia... In Asia. In Asia, evidence exists of the regular use of fire from before 382,000... BP. BP to around 200,000 BP. BP at the end of the lower Pleistocene. Pleistocene? The lower Pleistocene. Large quantities of burnt bone and moderately heated soil lumps were found. And the cut marks uh, found on the bones suggest that butchering and prey defleshing took place near Banks Camp. I think we just call that oh, butchery. Oh man, that sounds like a really good time though. Pray defleshing. You just imagine just sitting down there with the boys and the girls, cracking some coldies, doing some prey defleshing while some slightly warmed mounds of, uh, of, of earth are behind you. That's true. Who doesn't love a slightly warmed mound of earth? Yeah. 
Um, we'll go to Nos, we'll go to a song now, Alex. Yeah, sounds great. Um, we're still talking about fire on uh, the History Bonanza tonight. Yeah, we won't stop until we finish. We won't stop until we finish in about 55 minutes, so keep your eyes peeled and your ears peeled also. Two peels. And if you're sick of fire, well, tell we're, us something else to well, talk about. Well, if you're sick of fire, we've still got heaps of our um, award-nominated segments coming up, exactly. so stick so around for those. Um, Rubbish Candy Crush. Oh, Mailbag Politics with Huntress Thompson. Um, the people of Liverpool, maybe. Oh, maybe it's gonna. Maybe it's all gonna happen. We, yeah. don't, we never know. But you're on uh, Radio One Ninety One FM. We'll be right back. Yeah, it's the Spinanza. That was um, Bonjour Mon Petit Poulet with the hit single. Wow. You're back on the one. And you're back on the History Bonanza with Alex and Angus. Uh, we're here for another 50 minutes. And lucky, this, uh, lucky, lucky you. And this uh, week we're talking fire. Fire. Plenty of it. We want it. Yum yum. Fire in my belly. Fire in my loins. Speaking of yum yum in my belly, it might be time for another one of our favorite new segments. Rubbish Candy Crush! Uh, Rubbish Candy Crush, this is a segment where we go around reviewing um, off-brand candy, which we find around the regions. And this week we have... What do we um, have? I'm so excited. We have... Here you go, Angus. Oh, what is this? We have Chiclay uh, Camel Balls. I can smell it from <laughs> from the packet, like, it's sealed in a um, plastic... Is that a camel's... Bollocks? Yes, you found this is one of these fun candies. These really funny haha candies. So they're the Chiclay Camel Balls. There's a pesky looking camel on the packaging, and he's looking at you like, oh hello, and he's got his balls out. Yes, yeah, so, so the camel on the packet is facing away from the viewer, yeah. but is looking behind at the at, at his own testicles, which are prominently displayed. At the at the rear of the camel. Who said this wasn't a PP show? Now now Chiclay um, bragged that their camel balls are extra sour. Uh oh. And they're gluten free. Sin free. Oh, sin, sin free. Sin free. <laughs> they're free of sin. They are free of sin and also and, gluten. And also gluten. Um, um, and they're also liquid filled, so that's something to look forward oh, to. That'll be the sour bit, right? That'll be the so sour it's bubblegum surrounded in, um, and it's got so much crap in it. So, so much crap in it. Man, sugar, glucose, syrup, gum base, flavorings. Don't forget that soybean lecithin. Acidity regulator. Ugh. Where is this manufactured? I can't see. And um, this is made in um, Molina de Segura in Murcia, Spain. So it's a Spanish candy. Spanish candy. Right. Well, really good. So we open them up and have a wee go. Yes, there's a there's a there's a nice wee URL we can visit later on as is well, there, which yeah? is good. Oh, okay. it just looks like it does look like a, a big rabbit turd. It looks like a big. It does look like what I imagine a camel's um, scrot to look like. The scrot or the actual testicle itself? Uh, well, both. Be really. Quite, I'd be a lot bigger, I would say. The testicle. Yeah, the testicle of a camel. We were yeah, bigger. So than this that. is about the size of a, of a thumbnail, I would say, the human thumbnail. Okay, yeah, that's about right. Um, it looks like a dinosaur egg, or um, with a mottled kind of. Um, Brown exterior. It looks like when you said it looks like a shit. It looks like yeah. it looks like um, someone turd. someone has passed out an egg. I would say okay. through their anus. Because <laughs> so it's a lot of residue um, brown that, um, on it. Where's that fun little URL you were talking about? Um, it's on the back. You want to read it to me? You listeners can go to this as well. Yeah. So the URL yes. is www. Finny spelled F I N I world. Dot E S 
which I assume is for Espana. Espana, that's gonna be good, I'm sure. And um, how are we gonna how are we gonna devour this? Is it a chewer or a sucker? Um, should we go for the sucker? Oh, 404 not found. <laughs> so this well is um, this well um, the company that has uh, makes this candy. Don't have a website anymore. He doesn't have a website anymore. So that's encouraging. Um, I say we go for the suck, and then when we don't get anything, we go for the chew. Okay, here okay. we go. Okay. Ooh. A little bit sour. A little bit sour. It's not, it's not very, um, it's not extra sour. No. It's, um, uh, it's not that sour. Maybe yeah. a bite? Just well? go for a bite. Okay. Oh. Mm, it's gooey. Oh, this is a gooey center. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that sour. No. Like, it's sour. It's sour. But it's not really that, it's not like, oh my god. With this candy, do you think they, they they were thinking, you know what the kids want? They want to eat a camel's testicle. They want a liquid filled ball. Yeah, which the best thing I can think of is a testicle. Mm. Let's market this candy as a testicle and go from there. Well, i got to say, it's better than our Macedonian candy last week. But I'm not that surprised because... I would take Spanish candy over over Macedonian candy any day. Why's that? Because it's it's like Western Europe. Oh, uh, you're racist. It's not a race. They're not. It's not a race. They're all so, Caucasian. I went. Um, you might. You didn't ask me where I got this one from. I got so, this, Alex, where did you get this one from? I got this from Willowbank Dairy. Okay. It's so a, it's a bit more mainstream. Yeah, a bit more mainstream than last week's. Um. But there's one thing I observed when I was there. Yeah. There are so many dairies around our fair country mm. that sell off-brand candy, and inexplicably, a garland of figs. What? A garland of figs. What's a garland? A garland's like a wreath. A wreath of figs. A wreath of figs. So they're all organised in a little circle. Who's who's selling a wreath of figs? Willowbank. The Willowbank and the dairies. Rob Roy sells them. If you go to any sort of dairy in the South Island. If you go to the, the weird candy section, you'll find a gallon of figs. My money's on it. <laughs> Your go, money's on it? Yeah, they go for about five twenty. Who's buying these gallons of figs? Because they only seem to have one of them in stock. Maybe each dairy in the country gets one like gallon of figs. You mean like that? you like that. Who's buying a gallon of figs? Well, my theory is that no one's buying them, but each dairy has one. Just in case. Just in case. Wow. And maybe they can't sell it because if someone buys it, They'll have to then, get another one. They'll have to get another one. Or they'll, um, it's maybe it's like a thing where if you can keep this gallon of figs for five years, you'll be financially <laughs> prosperous. Who is that staring at me? Shirley Todd Huffman recently did. This has been staring at me on Wikipedia. Nothing. Um, startling. The flavor is still here. Yeah. Unlike sure. the Macedonian candy, the flavor has sustained. Yeah. Mm. I don't feel like I'm slowly killing myself. I feel like I'm very quickly killing myself. <laughs> well, there was um, rubbish candy crash for well, one well, hour. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah. What are you giving this? Oh candy? yeah, sorry, need a rating. Um, I can't remember how do we do the, how do we do the ratings? On last this? one you gave last time you gave it two towers and a suicide oh, yeah. bomber. Oh, okay. Um, uh, well, um, I'm gonna give it a Hitler one testicle out of two. Okay, great. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a, a riba and a potato pancake. Fantastic, that was Rubbish Candy Crush. Thanks, Alex, that was great. And, and um, it's pretty great. Pretty good segment. I'm into it. But, um, we're now into the next part of this show now. Reverse topic. What are you doing? 
just trying to find some more. Um, I bought more camel balls. Just trying to find them. <laughs> well, I suppose you might as well. Like, if you've started the camel, you might as well finish it off. Right, exactly. Um, we're onto the um, we're onto the cultural impact part now of the show. Um, uh, of fire. Of fire, yes. Uh, the, the boring, bloody, uh, uh, archaeology. Uh, Despite the fact that Alex and I both wanted to be a paleontologist when we grew up. Um, well, I used the term dinosaur bone hunter when I was a child, so it ma- yeah. I made it cooler. Yeah. Yeah. So, the discovery of fire came to provide a wide variety of uses. For early humanoids. Sorry, I got another testicle in my mouth. I got another testicle, sorry, boys. Connected. Firstly, as a source of warmth, making it easier to get through cold nights and allowing humanoids to survive in colder environments. As a result, geographic expansion began to occur. Because they could could inhabit previously inhospitable climes. Exactly, Mm. exactly. As we had now begun to lose our body hair. Oh. So we couldn't do that. You know why? Because those men's health magazines. I know. Everyone's, no, one's not, no one's got any hair in those magazines. No hair. James Bond's been hairless for a long time. Right? Bring back Harry James Bond. Exactly. Mm. Harry Chester beating his wife. Um, maybe not that second, but... <laughs> I don't know. Sean Connery. Unapologetic. Sean Connery. Not a good man. Scum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Um, 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 use of fire continued to aid humanoids by night, um, also acting as a means by which to ward off predatory animals. Imagine that. No. If you're like, you're, you're a tiger, a, a sort of a saber-toothed tiger who for thousands of years can prey on humans, and then you're like, yum, 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 I feel like a midnight snack, gonna steal a little child and eat him up. Not today. Not today, because ah! I'm... Just brandishing you this this very bright, oh, oh, very bright, uh, <laughs> fire, fire, very bright, um, Bernie Bernie stick, Bernie Bernie stick in your face. You're yep. not going to like that. Not at all. But turn up for the books. Fire also played a major role in changing how humanoids obtained and consumed food, primarily, in the new practice of this new age feel good bullshit. It's all the rage. Cooking. Oh god. oh god. God. You know I only eat my food raw. Uh, yeah, why ever have the foraging, mate? Right. Just eating what you find. Yeah. Cooking. Ugh. Eat it when you find it. Yeah. Ugh. None of this forward planning bullshit. If you eat it after it's been passed from another animal, it's already warmed. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um this caused a significant increase in humanoid meat consumption and calorie intake. Because now we can eat carbohydrates as well. And boy, yeah, fire to those. Absolutely. Tasty as heck. Yeah. In addition to cooking, humans soon discovered that meat could be dried through the use of fire, allowing it to be preserved for times in which harsh environmental conditions made hunting difficult. Man, these early humanoids are saying to sound like some hillbilly bros. They are, right? Eh? Hanging around. Drying meat. Drying meat. Drying squirrel meat. Eating carbohydrates, fending up wild animals with yeah. fire. Ugh. Get life. Get, they're you just drinking their Woodstock, their bourbon and cokes, and spitting to the inhospitable climes of the Southland. <laughs> Fast forward uh, three million years and nothing much has changed. Hey. Um. Uh, By starting wildfires. Yes. Have we already covered that point? I can't remember. No, we haven't. 
By starting wildfires, um, humanoids were able to increase land fertility Ooh. and clear large amounts of bushes and trees to make hunting easier. So we could, uh, could we could control our environment. We could just change nice. and shape the environment. We could burn down the trees to put down pasture. And lay a uh, put up a parking lot. Burn the paradise, burn up a parking lot. As early hominids began to understand how to use fire, such as a useful skill, such a useful skill may have differentiated societal roles through the separation of cooking tasks uh, groups from hunting task groups. You know what that sounds like to me? What? It sounds like the foundation of the... Tick... <laughs> um, the patriarchy. Oh yes, because it, yes, it, the, the, yes, it does sound like that. It does sound like that. That's this is it. Because the the the, the societal early, roles. The early hominids are probably saying you're with child for x amount of months per year. You can't hunt, but you can you can do the cooking. This new thing we've invented. This new thing. Just this for newfangled you. thing called cooking. Man, and you're already barefoot because we haven't invented shoes. Them early hominids, misogynist AF. Oh yeah, for sure. Evidence also suggests that fire was used to clear out caves prior to living in them. Living in caves was a major advancement in protection from the weather and from other species. Imagine that when you when moving into a cave was considered being part of the hoi polloi. Maybe it's, it was, it's the only way to get into the housing market now. I tell you All that much. Right. Bloody hell. I'd give away one of my camel testicles for a, a cave to for live in. a cave in. to burn out and oh, fill man. with my knickknacks. Do you think you have to pay rates if you live in a cave? Well, it's interesting that you say that because um, the gathering of firewood was consider is considered one of the earliest forms of taxation. The gathering of firewood? Because in order to live in a community, everyone had to collect firewood. Interesting. To, to build this was the thing this is what we'll get onto this a little later is that the social aspect of fire making mm. meant that people had to work together to gather the supplies to maintain the fire ah, that's mm. very nice Segway yeah Segway and back, uh, backwards uh, uh, back, backwards but to the side again is that where the little Thai boys were in the cave to find firewood to find firewood um, I couldn't tell you because they were there to burst the bats in soccer we know that much we know that much that's true but also, were they also in the cave because they thought, this is great, we can live here, free of... We've away got from all the bats predators. we want to eat. Got all the bats we need to eat. Yeah. We're free from pet predators. Yeah. And um, and the the, the, the social the, the environment that may make us cold and wet. Um, oh, that's anyone's guess. I'll have to email them. Please. I th they've got Wi-Fi down there, right? What do you do now? Yeah, that Wi-Fi. Oh, they've been found. Um... Oh, fire, fire was, was used no, in wait, forming tools. Forming tools to be used for hunting and cutting meat. Cutting meat. Cutting meat. Cutting meat. Fire as an engineering tool to modify the effectiveness of their weaponry was a major technological advancement. Evidence dating to approximately... 164,000 years ago 
found early humans in South Africa in the Middle Stone Age used fire as an engineering tool to alter the materials they used to make tools and improve their lives. Right, so they're starting to experiment a little bit here. They're like, oh, you know, we put the yak in the fire, makes it yum yum. Oh, what if I put the rock in the fire? Oh, it makes it really hard. Which meant that they could start hunting larger animals because they were able to, um, their spears could suddenly be used to spear rather than throw spear. That Jab. Jab. Hey, with, Angus. Yes. This all makes real, real, real good sense to me. We're, these are great things that we're experimenting with, but we are betraying the entire point of the history bonanza here. Which is what? We talk about how we are telling, we're not telling history as it's told by the victors. The losers. There must have been several failures before they got to these points. Like, what else did they put in the fire, which didn't turn out to be a good decision? Um, uh, 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 children. Children, probably. Limbs. Yeah, ones. If I put my fire, my hand in the fire, Bernie, Bernie. Will I get super strong rock hands and I can beat yeah, yeah, right. beat Aga to death? Yeah, maybe. No, you just lose your hand. Yeah. Do you? Well, think- no, you don't lose your hand. You just die. I guess. Because I don't think they're, they're, I doubt they're amputating at this stage. They're just getting infections oh, and infections dying. Infections and dying is slow, painful death. Definitely. Well, Ag is out there cavorting without his face being smashed in with your super rock fist. Damn it. That wasn't part of the plan. Um, do you think they put, like, ice cream in the fire? Like, oh, that would be nice. And then they're like, ah, oh, cream. No, it's cream. It's just flavoured cream. This is yuck. Ugh, boo. Maybe they put their cell phones in the fire, thinking this will get better reception if we put it in the fire. Little did they know. Their lotto tickets? Maybe if I put this winning lotto, lotto ticket. This yeah. winning lotto ticket in the fire, it can will you check get to this, the. Can you check the lotto ticket for me? Yeah, it will check it for me. Boop. No. Oh, wow, I just top. lost one million firewoods. <laughs> Gosh. Actually, this was about the first time that they had the first evidence of the lottery as well, the firewood lottery. Oh, yeah? They would draw the short straw. And then the firewood, there was the firewood lottery. But you'd have to pay five wood to be in the competition. Firewood, and if you drew the short straw, you would win all of the firewood. Yeah. Interesting. First, and this, this is the foundation of the um, the lions. Well, the lions trust. Lions charitable trusts. Imagine that, though. Like, that'd be a great life. You'd just win the, the firewood lottery once, and you'd never have to can contribute to the firewood stores ever again. You could just cavort it up. No, but you'd suddenly have to be protecting your wood pile. True. It might be more hassle than, especially if people knew that you had it. People oh, want, you know, yeah. you suddenly have a whole lot of friends. Have a whole lot of friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, like saying, hey mate, remember how we used to throw a rock at each other's face back in <laughs> kindy? And now we're six, you know, we're almost at our full age. You were almost at death. I could really spare a couple of extra firewood, you know, to make my retirement easier. At six. Well, yeah, I'm sure they didn't have long lives. No, true. Yeah, right. Fair call. They're putting their fists in the fire to get stone hands, Angus. Stone <laughs> fists so they can beat Ag to death. Uh, These they... people aren't going to live a long life. <laughs> the heated rocks were modified and tempered into, into crescent-shaped uh, blades or arrowheads. Researchers postulate... That this may have been the first time that the bow and arrow was used for hunting, an advancement that had a significant impact on how early humans may have lived, hunted, and existed as community groups. That way you can take down Ag from afar and he will never know who he was. He won't even know. He might have thought it was a sharp-clawed eagle. Yeah. 
and he's like, oh, Man, do you think Tim Allen, he would have thrived in this environment? He would have. He was speaking their language before they knew what language was. Exactly. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Um, I'm gonna take us to a song again, Alex, and then we'll come back and do another segment. Sounds great. But I think we've got a, we've got another word from our sponsor. Oh, uh, great. Sponsors. Um, and, uh, so let me just hang on. Yeah, cool. Should we go to the music first? Let's go to the music first. You are listening to This Depends by Alex and Angus. When we come back, we'll be talking about fire and we'll have some of our segments, and it's gonna be good stuff. You're listening to Ready One Only One of Yeah. Good as always to hear back from the um, local businesses that make the need and what it what it is. Yeah, we're um, ha- always happy to advertise. So thanks for um, getting on board and sponsoring the show. Because of that, we could afford to buy the camel bulls. So, That's true. It's sponsoring the, the the best segment of the show so far. Um, but not the best one on the show. Oh, certainly not. Stop. No. Um, and speaking of which, it must be time for another week of politics with Hunter S. Thompson. I think he's floating around somewhere. Um, oh yeah, here he is now. Hey, oh yeah, here we go, my yeah, good day, sir. Oh yeah, here we go, very good. Well, I'm this way. Uh, listeners, uh, you might be uh, hearing more about uh, Donald Trump over in the United States. He's uh, separating the children from their parents. Ain't got a lot of people not, not thinking that's a good idea. I remember when I was a little boy, I was separated from my mother. You know, I went along on a on a wilderness experience, and they gave me three bags of flour, one of salt, and two of jam. And I took my two bags of jam and I put them around my head, and it made me think, oh gosh, oh, I feel very sickly because all the bees and the wasps are coming around and, and stinging me, and I'm allergic to bees. So it was like that scene from My Girl. Could, starring Macaulay Culkin and uh, I was screaming and I was going into the dream world I could sense God above me I could see the Christian God the Hindu God the Islamic God all of them and they are all saying honey it's not that you should go back because no man deserves to die being sunk by bees as he's got jam on his head so I went back I went back from the dream world into my corporeal self and I could feel all of it all of my bodies as I reached up and stood up I could feel that I had in fact released the semen sample so I mopped it up with a flower the one bag of flour by this stage I just had one bag of sugar so I went back to mummy and I said Mummy, you're the sugar in my life. Now, come and give me a kiss, and she did. And that's how I got married for the third time. Um, great. That was, uh, I think that was politics. <laughs> certainly with Hunter S. Thompson. Well, certainly with Hunter S. Thompson. That's, uh, the politics may have been, I don't know. It was great. Anyway, thanks, Hunter. Same time next week, I guess. Well, that's what they say about the true um, political minds of our generations. You know, often they speak in parable and analogy more than Mm. necessarily facts and figures. Yeah, that's true. Think of. I just need to open my mind, I guess. What? I just need to open my mind. Opening up your mind. We're back on History Benoits with Alex and Angus. Um, We have got to finish this cultural impact uh, quickly and then. uh, A fire! Fire! Um, and uh, so far, we've talked about fire being pretty cool. It's pretty good. It pretty lights up stuff. You can scare away you animals. With it, you can hide in rocks, and you can uh, you can uh, form the patriarchy. If you steal it, a raven will come out and steal, steal your, your liver. liver. That's pretty damn badass. Fire was Fire! also used in the creation of art, Alex. 
Tell me more, I love it. Scientists have discovered small, several small, one to ten inch statues in Europe, referred to as the Venus figurines. They got me a Venus de Milo. These statues date back to the Paleolithic period and all depict nude, curvaceous women. Oh, well, there we go. Back to the patriarchy. There we go. It's the, the male gaze. The, oh. The male gaze looking at the woman. Curvaceous. The, the gays are looking at the women. G-A-Z-E. Oh, G-A-Z-E. There we go. Ma- ma- making them seen with the, the, the woman as an object. These, they, well, those, they are objects. These, 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 these objects. Are, these are figurines. Oh, right. Well, these figurines are objects. Yes, but the women are reduced to an object. Well, in the form of art. Well, yes. That's the male gaze of the art. The gaze. The, they bring up the gaze again. G-A-Z-E. Where are the big, beefy Maui. boys? Where are the big, beefy boys? Well, maybe some of them are big, beefy boys. Well, that, that's not what you've, you've reported in your Well, I don't report. know. What do scientists know about big, beefy boys? Uh, I don't know. Um, 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 several of these, several figures, of these figures were created, were created from stone and ivory, ivory while well, some, some were created, created with clay and then fired. These are some of the earliest examples, examples of, of ceramics. Fire was, was most commonly used in pottery. pottery. It was previously thought that the advent of pottery began with the use of agriculture around 10,000 years ago. However, scientists in China discovered pottery fragments in the Xiaorindong Cave that were approximately 20,000 years old. However, it was during the Neolithic Age, which began about 10,000 years ago, that the creation and use of pottery became far more widespread. These items were often carved and painted with simple linear designs and geometric shapes. Fire was an important factor in expanding and developing societies of early hominids. One impact fire had was that it caused social stratification. Those who could make and wield fire had more power than those who could not and had a higher position in society. The presence of fire also led to an increase in length of daytime and allowed more activity to occur in the night than was previously possible. Evidence of large hearts indicate that the majority of this nighttime activity was spent around the fire, contributing to social interactions among individuals. This This increased amount of social interaction is believed to be important in the development of language as it fostered more communication among individuals. So that's very interesting. It is. I like how the fire brings people together. Brings people together, gets them talking. Gets them saying, hey, Ugg. What's the... Before, I wanted to burn my fist in the fire so it would become a stone fist and then I could bash your face in. But now I realise we both have similar interests. This we the, both um, love carving the nudie ladies into the wood, and we both love eating bison. And guess what? We both wear the same kind of pout. You're okay, Ugg. This is the advent of what uh, the late uh, Anthony Bourdain would say was very important to our, our culture, was that mealtime. Mealtimes being far meal more... Mealtimes meal being... Mealtimes meal being... What's for dinner? Mealtimes being What's far more important than um, than being just about the food, but What's about the but about, 
What about the 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 social intercourse and the coming together and the com- your commune be and being as one? Oh, and it goes all the way back to the to the to the hearth, gathering around the hearth, getting along with your 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 fellow hominid humanoid. How lovely! You know what? Um, fire can separate people, though. Fire, what, fire bombs? Birthday cake. <laughs> what? Tell, go on. Well, you know, when you go to one of those birthdays and people put on a birthday cake and so the person's turning, like, 89 years old and there's just too many fire, too many candles on the cake and the cake sits on fire because the fondant's got some solvents in it or something. The fondant? The fondant on the cake. The fondant? The fondant. What's the fondant? Like a thick icing. Fondue. No. Fondant. 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 Maui. 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 What's for dinner? Um, a thick fondant catches fire and you burn down someone's house on their 89th birthday. It can be a dividing tool, but it can also bring people together. What's for dinner? <laughs> Maui. Uh, ah! The con- oh, and also interesting about the social hierarchy. I shit. love social hierarchy. Yeah, shit. Tell so me pe- more. Well, just how it said about how the how we said how the people who could the people who could the people who could make fire suddenly in a very high position in society, didn't they? As were those who previously who could um, who could tame tame animals and who could um, hunt successfully, who had um, good skill and knowledge in agriculture, could now you know add that to their ranks of skills, or 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 another person could have a go because they were good at um, patiently patiently doing the friction stick, the friction fire stick. And um, make dinner, make make uh, make fire for the entire um, commune uh, and keep it safe from extinguish extinguishing. The control of fire and what important changes in human behavior, health, energy, expansion, and geographic expansion. As a result of domesticating fire as previously achieved with plants and animals. Humans were were able to to modify modify their their environment to their their own benefit. benefit. How wonderful. Let's jump in there for a sec. They domesticated the fire. They did. (laughs) Did they give it a little collar and a name? Yeah, I think so. What would you name your little... Put it in a bottle. Fire in a bottle. Fire in a bottle. What would you name your little bottle of fire? My little bottle of fire would be called Hanred. Hanred the bottle of fire? Yes. My bottle of fire would beat up your bottle of fire. Nah, your bottle of fire ain't got shit. My bottle of fire, he's like um, a manager at the petrol company. Your bottle of fire sucks. Nah, my, my, one time my bottle of fire... My bottle of fire is a Saudi prince! My bottle of fire can eat six Big Macs in 40 seconds. My bottle of fire is a, was the last czar of Russia. My bottle of fire is best friends with Muhammad Ali and Pharrell Williams. My bottle of fire... You lived under water for 900 years. My bottle of fire had the uh, Beethoven 7th Symphony named after it. My bottle of fire helped discover rare earth metals that are in phones. My bottle of fire 
Um, played rock, paper, scissors against a nuclear warhead and won. My bottle of fire is a better radio host than you. My bottle of fire burnt down your fire's fire place. <laughs> My bottle of fire is the original. My bottle of fire is real. He speaks the truth. My bottle of fire is a street talking, spit talking, takes no action. Leopard in the street, he's a, like a panther. He walks down and he takes no answers, he takes no names and he kicks in doors. My bottle of fire is the man, he's the champion. He takes no prisoners and he's a big boy. Exposure to artificial light during later, later hours, hours of, of the, the day, day changed human circadian, circadian rhythms, rhythms contributing to, to longer waking day. Humans typically are awake 16 hours a day, Alex, and most animals are awake about half of that. For real? Is it yeah. because of the fire? Because of the fire, because of artificial light. Most animals wake up at sunrise and go to sleep at sunset. Fools. Fools. We got so many more hours in the day. Ha ha. Ha ha. feel it playing. I can do it spending, playing the Tetris game. And not gathering my food. Yeah, right? I can't remember the last time I played Fire with Tex. Fire with Tex? Yeah, oh, right. I can't remember the last time I did that. No, neither. Played Fire with... You mean Tex with Fire? I don't know. I don't think you know anything. I don't. That's why I host this radio show. I'm trying to learn something. So that was kind of a that rough... That was kind of a rough... That was that, I guess. ...review of yeah, Fire it's kind and of a how tough, we It doesn't really have like a... Kind of like a timeline or like a, sort of good, a good story arc, does it? It does have a couple of morals, though. Fire's hot. Um, don't piss off people that have hawks that can hurt you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the one takeaway for this week. Yeah. If someone's got a hawk or a bird of prey, just avoid stealing things from them, yeah. I think. Especially it's probably their, their best way of life. Fingernails. Fingernails or their fire. It's probably um, a good time to um, jump into my, uh, my favourite segment, and certainly I know um, your favourite segment as well, Alex. Mm. Um... Do you want to tell it, uh, the listeners, run them a little bit through, um, well, I mean, I might just play the jingle, because it's time for... Must be time for Mailbag! Mailbag! Oh mailbag! This is okay. the least enthusiastic you've ever been No, no, sorry, it's just, I just forgot about it, you, you took me by surprise, it was a mailbag without you're the warning. Mail, you're the mailbag advocate. You I love be. it! I love it! Mailbag! And for those that haven't heard before, so as we were teasing before... This is a democratic platform. Angus and I talk too much, and it's always great um, to know that other people's voices are being heard. On top of that, Angus and I are cursed to live within this studio uh, for the rest of eternity. We can only come out ever to really do this radio show, um, which we're, 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 we're charged with as a social duty. And, um, uh, and it's just so good. It's just so refreshing when we hear people interacting with what we're doing and what we're saying is making a, a difference or at least is impacting on people's lives so when we open up the mailbag and we hear that people are interacting with us it just gives our lives meaning and hope yeah. and and and, and, and a, 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 a thought of a better tomorrow so yeah. um the mailbag we've opened it up a couple of times and on a, on a few occasions there has been a um a wee um a wee smattering of one or two emails mainly just one or none is uh, is, is the most common um, and so that's happened a couple of times. Um, usually it's just empty, and we live and hope every day that um, we all open up the mailbag and there'll be another, another uh, letter in there to give um, g- 
give us hope to actually get up out of um, underneath the desk tomorrow to do this whole palaver in a week's time. So um, that's that's why we we love mailbag because it gives us gives us meaning and, and purpose. Angus, is there anything in the mailbag this week? No, it's empty. That was mailbag. That was mailbag. And uh, that was history videos for another week, Alex. What a tight show that was. Pretty tight. Um, there was learning, there was education, um, uh, fantastic segments. Oh, uh, as always. Um, you came for a viewer skew, and that's what you got. Um, and you can go home and say, man, everything's on a Dutch angle now. A Dutch angle. A Dutch angle. And uh, everything, I, I'm seeing things from a different side of the coin than I used to be. All things of the history bonanza, and you're welcome. And um, with your last dying breath, just make sure that you remember us. Because we were here for you when you needed us. Yeah, we gave you that that, that alternative view on, on the facts. On the facts and the fire and the whatever. Do you think there was some kind of sleeping agent in that camel's testicle? I think there was. Because I have I'm been... so sleepy I'm all of a so sudden. I'm so sleepy, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was the sour juice. Sour juice. It's a, like a, a numbing. Sperm. One of those um, those coloring agents is probably just a numbing agent. I think so. They probably give this to you when you go in for dental surgery. Yeah, I reckon. God damn it. Stuck on this camel's testicle, and then we'll take out your your wisdom teeth. Well, Alex, let's get out of here then. It's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, bring the history bonanza to you for another week. Bring um, you into a safe harbor. We'll uh, bring you in. Yeah, bring you into a safe port. Port of facts. Port of facts. Um, we'll be back same time next week for yet another stimulating conversation. Um, of two great minds. Of two two minds. Two minds. Two, of, two, two minds. great minds of the voices of the generation. Absolutely. What generation is that? Um, well, I'm talking about Bob Dylan and Theodore Roosevelt. Oh yeah. So, um, two people who definitely talked on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it must be time to go. Stay tuned for the Metal Mayhem and um, make sure you wake up early to catch Jamie Green in the morning. That's the cornerstone of this fine radio station. Um, don't forget to vote on the Radio 1 Awards r1.co.nz forward slash r1 awards. And um, hell, see you out there. Huh? Any dying words, Alex? See you in the morning.